Inspired by hip-hop and the faith culture, the sanctuary in my solitude, the thoughts, feelings, and life lessons of an imperfect Christian by Anthony Kisik is beautifulfeathentertainment.com's work in print. It is a book of poetry and it's available through iUniverse.com, Amazon.com, beautifulfeetentertainment.com, and the links are also available in our social media and podcast. So please consider The Sanctuary of My Solitude if you're looking for a next great read. Thank you so much. This is the Beautiful Feet Podcast. A partnership with BeautifulFeetEntertainment.com. Follow us on social media at Beautiful Feet Entertainment and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Beautiful Feet Podcast. My name is Anthony. And I'm Jessica. You almost said wrestling with faith, didn't you? <laughs> but it's because we were just talking about that podcast as we were just going over some planning for the rest of our summer. So this is the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Yes, this is the Beautiful Feet Podcast on Mondays. And it is 4th of July. It is the 4th of July weekend here in America. Today is the 4th of July, so... Um, Stereotypically speaking, like, there's just a lot of cause for celebration, but I honestly don't feel very celebratory today. No. Well, and here's my thing. So, this has never been a holiday that I've, like, mug on the calendar. We're having a barbecue. Like, that's never been my thing. Um, I understand why people do it. I've just never been that one. So this has never been a holiday for us. Well, and I think it's important to preface this fact with the fact that both of our fathers have birthdays in the beginning of July. Yes. So that is really our focus is being able to celebrate our dads. Yeah. Well, not to mention, like, not long before our father's birthdays is Father's Day. Yeah, about two weeks prior to so, Father's Day. Yeah, but like even growing up as a kid, like this this holiday never appealed to me. My family never did anything. I could understand why people love like who are like, you know, in the army or the air force might celebrate it because of, you know, anyway. We're kinda of getting off subject. No, but we're it's staying okay. on we, subject. We can take a rabbit trail. But does that make sense, though? Yeah. Well, again, because a lot of people who have a military background, the fact that they are serving their country makes the 4th of July, um, like, very special to them. Because, especially for people who have seen combat, this Mm -hmm. is like, hey, like, this freedom is literally what I was fighting for. Yeah. Honestly, so let's start there. If you are in any of the armed forces or you have been or you're a veteran, first of all, thank you. Um, you know, we, I don't know about you, but I have a lot of respect for people who are willing to serve their country in that way. Um, well, in my family, there's a lot of rich military history in both the army and the navy so i am 
I am very, like, I'm very proud of the fact that I do have that heritage and legacy, even though I myself have never served, I see, like, the impact that it made, like, in my father's life and in for both of my grandfathers on my mom's side and my dad's side of the family, um, just being involved in service and the discipline that it teaches you and mm -hmm. teamwork and there is just definitely this mentality, this mindset of, okay, I'm here, I have a job to do, I'm going to do my very best, like, it's a good discipline. Mm -hmm. But I feel like my grandfather was probably more of a pacifist, mm -hmm. like my dad's dad. I don't feel like he perhaps really enjoyed maybe the fighting aspect of things. Yeah. But definitely being able to help others out where he might have had strengths, where they might have had weaknesses. Well, and you and I, uh, like I have a few members of my family uh who have who've been in the armed forces but it's not like generation after generation i can only think of like my grand my great grandfather mm -hmm. i don't know of anyone else in my family it's not that they they might have and i just don't know um but so even though you and i both have that in our family what well, we're also not those kind of people who's like the country's right all the time type of, you, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, who kind of put country pride over everything else. So more of a sense of nationalism. Yes. And that's honestly what the 4th of July holiday is all about, is celebrating like, hey, this is the birth of our nation. Mm-hmm. And I, so I guess from my point of view, I understand that, but I also understand that a nation is a mess. Well, I mean, it's and, not just America that's a mess. Like, the whole world well, right no. now is just going through, literally, just an unprecedented time. Yes. So, for me, for the 4th of July, like, we never really went and saw fireworks shows, but we did watch, like, the Boston Pops on PBS. That was always kind of fun to get to see. Um, it was that... And a capital fourth, so getting to see fireworks from the capitol building, like, you know, mm -hmm. where the White House mm -hmm. is and all that fun stuff. And, I don't know, it was just fun. Like, they have, like, all these fancy sort of John Philip Sousa marches, and they'd have different celebrities that would come and sing, and, you know, everything is brightly lit and sparkly, and, like, that was really more of my... Yeah. Um, experience with the 4th of July because the sound of fireworks I get freaked out well your dad doesn't like them either no no he does not so that was kind of out the door so that's a that's a spiel on <laughs> on the 4th of July I don't hate it as a holiday it's just not my go-to I understand the purpose of it I think you and I just celebrate the birth of our country in, in different ways Mm-hmm. But let's get to the topic at hand. And it, these do relate, right? Because 4th of July is all about freedom. It's all about, like you said, the birth of our country. Um, but what we're going to talk about is our freedom in Christ. And honestly, for me, this was a very difficult podcast to prepare for. 
Okay, do you want to explain? You're like, please elaborate. I'm like, so, you just left dead air. I, don't know, <laughs> I know, right? I'm building the suspense. Um, well, I think that our nation has just carried some legacies with it that are not always things that we can be proud of. Okay. To put it mildly and as politely as I possibly can. And I know that, again, looking through the lens of slavery, that there were Christians who, during that time, used the Bible to reinforce the fact that that was the life that they were accustomed to. And they almost tried to turn it into like, you're a slave because God wants you to be a slave type. You know what I mean? Like, I'm an authority over you because it's God's will, Um, which is not biblically based at all. So I feel like these are the historical events that we need to keep in mind and also possibly bring to the forefront of people's minds just because I think we do get so wrapped up in like, hey, here's my red, white, and blue tank top t-shirt, you mm-hmm. know, like. Continue your thought and then I'll jump in. Sorry. So, again, like there's so much merchandise available of like, you can get little flip-flop flags and just not like flags for your flip-flops but like flip-flops that like look like the american flag that makes more sense that was where i was going with that (laughs) well because we literally were just in the grocery store and there was like an entire section of here's like red white and blue themed food and and here's the thing right like we didn't even look that deep no had we gone through the entire store i'm sure in every section of the store you'll find clothing food uh snack cakes accessories the whole thing like Um, and it's not that i'm saying oh i feel anti-patriotic that's not it at all like america is the only home that i've ever had so i think i think this is where you find that nationalism right because some people are just like oh america's so great it's the best country ever created or on the planet or whatever i think it's you can still be proud of your country mm-hmm. and proud of your freedom understanding uh while at the same time understanding the atrocities that are going on in your country right and calling those out and saying yeah we're free we can make choices look at the choices that we're making mm-hmm. right um but it seems like so many people want to turn that blind eye to like, well, our country's so great. They fought for our freedoms. And that's an amazing thing. But you're ignoring, almost intentionally ignoring, like, the history, the brokenness that our country has perpetuated. And we continue to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm thinking of uh, a poem by an artist named Propaganda. And you and I actually have met Propaganda. Yes! Oh my goodness. Okay, so Propaganda was my very first hip-hop concert. 
and we had purchased the tickets where you get to have a meet and greet before the, VI, the show. The VIP. So it was really wonderful. Like I bought we a actually very comfortable sweatshirt. Which you wear constantly. As long as the weather slash our air conditioning will allow it, that is my comfy sweater. So thank you, uh, Propaganda. Yeah, <laughs> and so anyway, he did this poem spoken word piece where basically he's comparing a marriage to the state of or the history of america mm-hmm. right and so he's talking about how and i'm gonna do it totally like i'm not doing it justice at all so i'm not gonna like perform the poem because it's not my work but basically are we gonna have a link in the description below my favorite thing to say <laughs> yeah i will find a youtube video and i'll put it in the link below Yay. Um, so basically he's saying, you know, he's, he's talking about the country. So he's talking about it like, okay, the country's married to the government, right? That, that's the analogy. Just like the, you know, wife is married to the husband. Um, and the country's job is basically to look, um, sound, act like the perfect country, even though it's being abused behind closed doors and you'll have to listen to it when i link it below but he gets to a point and it's for fourth of july he wrote it for fourth of july and so he gets to the point where he goes okay now that you've heard all this go back to your barbecue and enjoy your ribs now there's obviously a double play on that because the in the bible the rib is like the wife is the rib in the marriage right like the do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he's talking about, and like, you'll have to listen to it, but it just, it was one of these things that I sat back and I was just like, wow, our country has not been, we, again, we can still be proud of our country, but we have to acknowledge our country has not been great to people, you know, people of color, people of, of my, of any minority. Um, and in many cases we're still not great in many areas i also think about the people who are members of the disability community absolutely so wow this really turned to an anti-patriot anyway so but but like <laughs> See, you said that's we, what i was saying it was very difficult to prepare for this particular we, podcast like but, i really struggled with it but here's the thing we have to have these discussions Especially on days like this where people like to forget about it. Oh, everyone's equal. Everyone has freedom. That's not the case. You know what I mean? Even today in, two, you know, 2022. Yeah. Even in 2022, like, we do not have, not everyone has the same freedoms. Not everyone has the same abilities to make choices over their lives. Um. And we're not going to go deep into those weeds. We're actually going to use that to pivot and say, even though our country is not perfect, like we we have a God who's grace, gracious, who's loving, and who does give us those freedoms. And that's why I picked for this episode, Freedom in Christ. Absolutely. Would you like to elaborate since that was your your thought? Well, again, when we're working on this podcast, I at least for me, the frame of reference that I like to use is 
looking at Christianity and the Bible, maybe through the lens of someone who might, like, not have ever really heard about God or Jesus Mm -hmm. or even consider themselves a religious person, like, I grew up in the church, so that is not my personal frame of reference. Yeah. But I do have a heart to want to be able to reach people who may have never heard about Jesus, honestly, just through how I live my life, like how I treat my coworkers, how mm-hmm. I treat my family. Like, it makes such a big difference. And looking at freedom in Christ, like, I feel like it's almost like a a throwaway thing to say like oh i have freedom in christ but like what does that really mean like peel the onion back a little bit you know so when you say that and i agree with you right we have this freedom in christ uh but again peeling that back what does that mean so for me again uh for those of you who might be new to the podcast I have spoken openly about the fact that I do struggle with mental health issues and it takes a lot to keep myself balanced and my Mm -hmm. faith is an integral part of that. Mm -hmm. But I know last summer I felt like God had abandoned me and it was the lowest point in my life. So, coming back from that, I basically had to rediscover and find my faith again. Mm -hmm. And be like, okay. You have to realize that the freedom that Christ brings into your life is that knowing that we, as humans, are imperfect, but that God is perfect. And that because of his love for us, that he sent Jesus to die for us, that reconciles us back to God. But Jesus was also 100% fully God and 100% fully man. So, like, because of that duality in Christ, he was able to truly experience the depth of our sufferings So that when we go to God and we're just like, God, like, you're perfect. Like, you can't possibly understand what's going on in my life right now. Jesus can be there with us to be like, I do understand what you're going through. Yeah. And that is the thing that is so freeing about being a Christian is knowing that having Jesus as your Lord and Savior means that you're never going to be alone. You enter into the family of God. You have the church to support you. Mm -hmm. And it truly is life-changing, and I don't use that terminology lightly. Mm -hmm. So, and again, I agree with you. My perspective is slightly different, Um, although it it walks that same trail because Mm -hmm. majority of my life, not in the church right many would say that i was in in i was raised in an environment opposite of the church 
I didn't have a lot of expectations uh, when it came to church. I was I didn't understand this whole concept until I started regularly attending. Um, but when I have when I have like freedom in Christ, one of the things that I'm realizing now is. Keep in mind, I became a Christian at the age of 19. I'm about to turn 35, so what is that? 15 plus okay. years at this point? Okay, so if you take 19 and you add 1, that makes 20. Mm -hmm. And 35 minus 20 is 15, so yeah. almost 16 years. 16 years. I'm like, don't you make me do math on the air. There we go, you I did it I still love fine. you, though. Love you so much. So, yeah, I estimated 15 years. So, <laughs> anyway... What that means to me, and I'm just learning this now, because you have freedom in Jesus, like, you can be authentically who you are without Jesus, you know, without Jesus uh, judging, without Jesus, um, like, turning his back on you simply because you're not just like everyone else in the church. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Because most of my life, I felt like when I when I walked into church, a lot of the guys were, because again, I'm going to look toward the guys because I'm a guy. A lot of the guys were like almost cookie cutter images of like the guy before them, right? There wasn't, oh, there's not a whole lot of diversity in a lot of the churches that we've been to. Yeah. So... They might have certain differences, but overall, like, they seem like the same guy. They seem like they dress a certain way. They only listen to Christian music, uh, and they all dress very similar. When I first met Anthony, I literally asked him, Oh, so are you working in the sound booth? Because I had these huge headphones on, right? Like, I could not fathom <laughs> the fact that this was just his normal headphones i thought for sure oh he must be helping with the audio visual equipment yeah because who else would have headphones this yeah. large well and again because like, i didn't grow up in the church i love hip-hop i love that whole culture I, w I was wearing big baggy clothes i was very like, baggy yes like you could probably have fit another person in your clothes uh, absolutely definitely could have <laughs> but and so and then when I when I walked into the church and became accustomed to what was going on in the church, again you start to see like every everyone plays guitar, everyone listens to this type of music. And if you don't play guitar, you play the drums. Like, but it's still basic Christian music, and there's nothing wrong with that. It just it's not my flavor. It's not what I like to listen to on a regular basis. And so, well, and like now you see a lot more people in the church who have tattoos but i feel like at that time the, the yeah. fact that you have like two half sleeves yeah not always seen no and when it was i remember when i got my first like half sleeve tattoo like i had some of my christian friends were on board were like oh that's cool whatever um but i still felt like i had to hide it mm -hmm. you know because it was just you don't see that often and so i kind of grew up to go okay if you're gonna grow closer to god you instantly become like everyone else that's not the case 
Jesus loves me for who I am. And honestly, he probably chose me because of who I am. Not because of something I did, but to bring diversity to the church, mm -hmm. right? To bring something different to the church. Um, and this could go for anyone. If, you, if, you're, if you're a fan of a different type of music, different style of dress, um, you know, just or you're just from Community. a different culture together, right? You might be from a different country. And so you're looking at American churches going, do I have to dress like this? Do I have to listen to this music? And Jesus looking at you saying, no, you just have to trust in me and let me give you freedom. And what I realized is if you need to make changes to your life, Jesus will be the one to guide you into those changes, not humans. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I think so many times we press it where it's like, okay, you're a Christian now. You have to stop doing this and stop doing this and start doing this and dress this way and be respectful in the, only in this manner. And it's like, unless Jesus is guiding you to do it, you might want to take another thought, right? doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, but dig into the Bible and, and see why it is that they're asking you to do what they're asking you to do. Um, so I just had an interesting thought. Yeah. Do you remember the air date for our like very first episode? I don't. Uh, I could look it up if you'd like. Well, just because I know that literally when we were living in our old apartment, I remember like Rolly just being like, this teeny tiny little kitten while we were doing the podcast and Rolly literally just turned three yesterday so mm -hmm. my my thought process was wow like our cat has grown up with this podcast yes by the way our first episode November 6th ninth or oh, sorry 2019 hmm. and we got Rolly November the 11th of 2019 yes so she's literally been around the entire episode, Aww. entire podcast. So, yeah. but yeah, so I, I like that's what freedom in Christ means to me. Uh, and of course, there's freedom from sin, there's freedom from brokenness, and and these chains that Jesus is breaking from our lives. Uh, but with that also comes discipline, right? You have to stay disciplined to not put those chains back on once you're free from whatever it is that. Oh, she has a point. No, okay, so, like, <laughs> I literally, like, when you were saying chains, like, in my head, I thought of the shackles of addiction. Yeah. Because I feel like addiction is so, so prevalent right now, and I don't know if it's just, like, the fact that we're in year two of a pandemic, or with gas prices going up, food prices going up, like, it's... I feel like every single day people are trying to find a way to escape the reality that we have to live in. Well, I think another reason why addiction is so prevalent is people are finally speaking out. Mm -hmm. Right? There's probably people who have been addicted to something for years you know, decades even, and they're just now starting to speak out. They're just now starting to mention it and talk about it with the idea of I want freedom or I have freedom or I'm so I'm fighting for freedom, whatever it may be. 
but they're speaking out about it more. I am literally on Wednesday. I'm starting my assertive communications group therapy class. So I will definitely be learning some brand new skills that maybe we could pop into the podcast. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Um, well, and that's what I love about this podcast is we don't just talk about movies. We don't just have interviews. We get deep like this. We have these conversations where it's like, like you said, someone who's not a Christian who doesn't want to just hear people pontificate about the Bible. Ooh, pontificate. Big words. Love that. Um, we get to share real life stories. As our cat is trying to claw up the couch. We get to hear real life stories of like, hey, like putting the mythical stories of the Bible aside for a second. This is real life. Let's talk about what's really going on. And I'm not saying that you have to separate the two, but sometimes I feel like we have to. Well, like in August, we're going to take the entire month of August to deep dive into the book of Esther. So, Oh, I love the book of Esther. I know, and I don't think we've covered it before. So I don't think we have either. We can double check, but we're going to go over it anyway. It's yes, fine. It is what it is. And that means for the, for the Wrestling with Faith podcast, we're going to be... I'm going to be doing, um, like, profiles, I guess you could mm-hmm. say, on some of the female wrestlers in the WWE, in AEW, possibly Ring of Honor. I don't know. We're just going to pick a, pick people. So, cool. Um, any other thoughts on freedom and what that means? And we could, we could talk about this for probably hours, but we're not going to. Well... I know that a part of the Great Commission is to go and make disciples to all the nations. And I don't feel like the decision to become a Christian should be something that is forced upon you or that you do because you feel guilty or because you want to fit in. It really and truly should be a personal choice. Definitely. I think too often in the past, I don't know how churches are doing this now. I know our church doesn't, mm-hmm. but there was always this. Like an altar call moment. Altar call, end. which yeah. here's the thing. I don't mind altar calls in the right context. There are churches out there who literally every week they end on an altar call. I don't understand that. That doesn't make sense to me. Once well, in a while, I get it. It's just a different um, perspective and background. Yeah, and I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just, it's something that I wouldn't do. Um, but I guess from my point of view, I go, if, if you're writing a message and you're getting to that point where you're like, okay, I feel like this is the next step, that's okay. I understand it. Uh, it should not be out of guilt. It should not be out of fear. It's a, it should be out of freedom, right? Or it should be out of of choice. Some churches, and we've seen this in the past, where they try to scare you into heaven. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's the way to go. One, I don't see that in the Bible. I see Jesus talking about, you know, good, bad, and heaven and hell so that you can choose. He doesn't try to scare you into heaven. So anytime people try to scare people into heaven, I'm looking at it going... That doesn't seem biblical to me. I'm not saying you're wrong, 
but it just doesn't seem biblical. So that's kind of where my head is at with that concept. I always try to look at the Bible and look at the gospel from a place of freedom. And freedom, especially when it comes to addiction or things like that, should be and needs to be the choice of the person receiving freedom. So I will go ahead and plug our socials and then Anthony will go ahead and pray, but then we'll have another wonderful episode of the Beautiful Feet podcast. Yes. So if you have liked what you've listened to today, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. Our podcast is available at beautifulfeetentertainment.com. You can follow us on Beautiful Feet Entertainment on Instagram and Twitter, and also Wrestling With Faith on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Our podcast is also available through Anchor. And Anthony has also self-published his first book, The Sanctuary of My Solitude. The Sanctuary of My Solitude. I don't know why that came out weird the first time. But that can be available for purchase on iUniverse.com and also through Amazon.com. Is there a link to the book on our website? There's a link on the website and in the description below. So yes, please visit us at BeautifulFeetEntertainment.com. We would love to hear from you. And now Anthony will go ahead and pray for us. Father God, we thank you for this day. We ask that you would continue to bless not only us, but bless this country. Uh, Help us to have compassion and love for each other. Even in the midst of our differences, or our difference of opinions. Help us to love one another first and foremost, regardless of if we share the same faith, share the same views and and opinions. Help us just to express love. Right now, it seems like that's that's one of our biggest struggles. We also wanna pray for the persecuted church. Just pray for those who are unable to worship Jesus freely that you would be with them, that you would bless them and encourage them. Help us just as as a globe, as a planet, really get our stuff together, right? Really figure out what we're supposed to be doing and, and again, how to work harmoniously in all these different, you know, areas and ways so that we can build a planet that, that is like, that's proud of, that we can be proud of as I'm messing up my words. Father God, just be with us and bless us as we bless others and just continue to be our encouragement throughout the week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We will be back next week with another episode of the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Beautiful Feet Podcast, a partnership of BeautifulFeetEntertainment.com. Please feel free to follow us on social media at Beautiful Feet Entertainment. Please visit BeautifulFeetEntertainment.com and do not forget to like, share, and subscribe.